Hello, I'm Laurel and welcome to the podcast That Fangirl Life. This is the podcast where each week I'll be chatting to a guest about Fangirl Life as well as answering some of your questions. This week we're chatting all things Justin Bieber with content creator and social media manager Amy Astrid. Listen as we discuss the highs and lows of Justin's career and how that affects you as a fan, where Amy was when Justin followed her on Twitter and much more. everybody um it is laurel back with another episode of that fangirl life this week i am joined by amy um and we are (laughs) and we are going to be talking about justin bieber and his fandoms now this is going to be all new and interesting to me because i am not a big justin bieber fan so this is going to be i know (laughs) so it's going to be a really interesting viewpoint because obviously all the last few episodes have all been with people that are Harry Styles fans or One Direction fans so I've had a lot to input on that as well so this should be really interesting to find out in regards to a different fandom's perspective so Amy do you want to explain who you are where you're from what you do for a job (laughs) so my name is Amy obviously um I am 24 I live in London but I'm originally from Norwich um and I am a freelance social media manager um slash sort of part-time content creator and my handles and everything is amy astrid on instagram and on youtube and on twitter which is the thing that i'm probably going to be talking about mostly today (laughs) um so like i said we're going to be talking about justin bieber i think the first question obviously is how did you first come across him and his music so I actually really didn't like Justin Bieber's music to begin with. And I think I was jumping on that bandwagon because obviously when Justin Bieber suddenly came into the public eye, it was very, it was very sudden um, and everybody had an opinion. And I was, how old was I at the time? Maybe sort of 13, 14. Mm -hmm. And I fully jumped on the bandwagon of, oh, he seems like a girl, which now I just think is just the most ridiculous, like, so? so. Yeah, I feel (laughs) Um, like... A lot of people do that when it comes to pop music. Yeah. Like everyone I spoke to at the beginning has been like, I felt like I had to keep it a little bit of a secret to begin with or like lie yeah. about how much I liked them. Yeah, I think I was just kind of, I, I'd never really listened to a lot of it. And sometimes it came on the radio. Um, and then he brought out a song called Eeny Meeny um, with Sean Kingston. And when that one came on the radio, I really liked it. But I would pretend that I didn't like it (laughs) um and then I I remember specifically I was on a flight and my friend as a joke had downloaded his album onto my phone and I was trying to get to sleep and I was just listening and that album came on and I just listened to it all the way through and I was like oh no (laughs) and it really spiraled from there um and it got quite out of hand but obviously will nicely lead me on to how then did you kind of evolve your fan of being a fan of him and like get involved in more in like the the Belieber kind of community in that way so I one of my best friends at school was a huge Justin Bieber fan and she was on Twitter and she always made fun of me for not understanding how to use Twitter um but when I sort of 
told her that it was something I've really gone into as in Justin Bieber. She was like, oh my God, you have to get on Twitter. And I think that's where it kind of got its claws into me, if you see what I mean, because yeah. there's such kind of a community and I'm sure it'll be the same for kind of all fandoms that, that you speak to on this podcast. Like the community is something that becomes a huge part of it. And yeah. so, yeah, I set up this Twitter account and I kind of realised how lovely it was that there were kind of all of these people from all, all across the world that um, kind of had this one thing in common. And to be honest, it was just a lot of fun. Like, I have never been the sort of person to kind of... Uh, I always have a lot of thoughts going on. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was nice to kind of be able to channel that into something. It was like a hobby. I know it sounds sad, yeah. but it was. When you started your Twitter, was it just mainly you were just like tweeting about him or did it turn into kind of more updates about what he's doing and stuff like that? Like, how did it kind of evolve? Like, I don't know, how many followers did you have on it? I don't know if it's the same account that you still use now. Or... Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I have, at the moment, there's 160,000 followers on it. Wow. Um, I think there was... 180,000 at some point like years ago when I did tweet yeah. about Justin Bieber all the time um I don't I don't use it that much anymore I think because it's not that I've lost interest but as I've gotten older I haven't had the time to kind of um dedicate to knowing every facet of everything so I kind of yeah feel like I can't comment because if I say something wrong I'm gonna get slaughtered <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I just I enjoy think... from a distance yeah I actually once um tweeted something about not liking Lady Gaga and my handle trended in the UK because of the amount of hate that I was getting from wow. Lady Gaga fans this was like really in the early stages of Twitter so it wasn't that difficult to trend yeah. um but it was very overwhelming yeah. um and I'm quite lucky that I've got quite thick skin but it really wasn't nice <laughs> when you were like I said when you were running your update account so was it just yeah. like I follow different various update accounts on Harry Styles yeah um on Instagram that are like general like pap photos or something to do with like his mm. outfits that is worn or like updates and interviews and stuff like that what was was yours more kind of that route or was it more kind of so I like it, Justin Bieber here's my thoughts yeah it was always a little bit more kind of personally driven um yeah. but it would always still be sort of current events so I'd come home from school and figure out what I've been doing that day and and be tweeting about that um including photos and things like that so it, it was kind of a mixture of the two sometimes they would just do like a photo set with a caption about like what he was literally doing but then also mm-hmm. yeah I always kind of it my I did have a different username at the time, but my profile picture was always me. Like it was always very much my account, if you see what I mean, yeah. as a Justin yeah. Bieber fan. Yeah. Um, what was like your friends and family's perception of it at the time <laughs> when you were doing it? Because I always get, even now I always get it like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think how to describe it. Like childish in a way, but yeah. If if it was like me tweeting about or liking, I always say like a football team. It wouldn't be seen that way. Yeah, is it's very weird. But yeah, what did your friends and family um, think? I mean, people make fun, don't they? It was never yeah. anything too severe. Um, actually, I used to really love Twilight before I got into Justin Bieber. I mean, I say that as if I still don't love both of them. <laughs> so yeah, they were a lot 
I would say they made a lot more fun of me when it was Twilight for some reason. And then by the Justin Bieber stage, they'd just kind of gotten used to the fact that this was just my way of life. Yeah. Um, how did they react? So a couple of my friends were really into it as well. And actually, I would say that it brought me closer to those people, um, the people in my real life who were also Justin Bieber fans. But at the same time, believers, that's a... Uh, controversial term as to whether or not it's still used but um, oh okay I didn't know that not hugely it's just uh, like as in uh, are you a real believer which just it's cringy isn't it and the thing is like ultimately no (laughs) not now but at the time (laughs) it was my whole life um but yeah it, it it did definitely bring me a lot closer to people who uh who were also part of that fandom Um, But at the same time, probably drove a bit of a wedge, to be honest, between me and some other people, because I just would not shut up about it. Um, In terms of family, I mean, my parents thought it was funny, to be fair. Like, um, my dad was always a bit like, where is this going? Like, what? I don't understand. Do you keep saying that, like, you're you're doing all this tweeting, but, like, what's it for? Um, And I remember once so Justin Bieber followed me one day and I was in the bath at the time (laughs) Um, and basically I put my phone I remember it so clearly I put my phone over on the other side of the room um, and I was in the bath and I was reading a book and my phone was going absolutely mental and I couldn't figure out why like I had absolutely no idea because I hadn't done I hadn't done anything that would make that happen yeah um and so it was annoying me because it just kept vibrating on the side like over out of reach and so I got out of the bath and checked it and everyone was saying oh my god congratulations and I was gaining so many followers like hundreds of followers a minute yeah um and I was like what on earth is going on and then one of the tweets said oh my god congratulations Justin's followed you and I was like oh shut up no he hasn't um and then I I kept like going on his profile you know how on Twitter it says like follows you yeah and so I kept going on his profile and be like oh no I must have typed the wrong username in like it can't be the real one and kept doing that and then I realized that it was and I absolutely oh my god like I was just ecstatic and so I chucked a dressing gown on and ran downstairs my grandparents were downstairs and I was like oh my god Justin Bieber's just followed me on Twitter and my granddad really slowly he went right now, can you tell me what that means? And I was like, not now, granddad. <laughs> so as for family, yeah. I mean, no, I didn't have any, like, kind of resistance from my family on it, but I think they were also just quite confused. <laughs> yeah, the documentary on YouTube was called... Oh, Seasons, um, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I forgot I even posted um, that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, re-watched, I, I rewatched a little bit of uh, earlier today just to, like make sure I've got like some good notes and whatnot to go off of but um obviously in that video you had a mug where you've met him how many times have you been to see him and or met him um I've met him the once yep uh I I've met a lot of his crew as well at like various different things um and I think I've probably seen him mm, hang on uh maybe eight times yeah 
that sounds right. All in the UK or did you travel anywhere? Yeah, all in the UK. I did travel from Norwich to Nottingham, which was about five or six hours, but all all in the UK. <laughs> okay, yep. Um, what was the first time that you saw him live? The first like, time, like... well, that was actually my first ever concert. And oh that's a good one then to have like yeah um and my mum I was supposed to be at school <laughs> and my mum had bought me this ticket to go and see Justin Bieber and I actually fell out with a couple of friends over it the ones that were Justin Bieber fans um because I was going with my mum and we'd kind of agreed that we would go and see him together but you, you know it wasn't there was nothing I could do about it <laughs> well, yeah. I was gonna turn down the ticket yeah um and so I remember really vividly sitting on the train and I was wearing my, I had like a Justin Bieber hoodie. It wasn't official merch. It was just like covered in sequins. It said Justin Bieber. I must still have it somewhere. There is no way I've thrown that away, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> um, and I had my, my like rhinestone Justin Bieber phone case on my phone. I had these um, purple, like, you know, like cinema 3D glasses. Yeah. Basically, he brought out a concert film, and with that film, the the 3D glasses were purple, and they were really difficult to get your hands on. And I was just absolutely thrilled that I managed to get my hands on a pair. So I popped the lenses out, and I would just wear them to anything Justin Bieber related for like years, or even I think if <laughs> even if I was just posting like a video of me talking on Twitter, I'd have to put these purple glasses on. Like it was like a mark of pride. It's like I am a fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at me. I've got the glasses. <laughs> um and yeah it was just incredible and I remember so the first time I went to when I went to the concert I a load of the girls that I'd been speaking to on Twitter were also going um and so we did this meet up and there was maybe 12 of us ish and I just sort of left my mum in Starbucks I was like yeah mum see you later <laughs> which is bad <laughs> now I shouldn't have done that thinking about it <laughs> um but so I was with these girls and then and I've never got to the bottom of what happened here. A boy that was dressed as Justin Bieber, like famously dressed. He had like a cap on um, with a hood up over it and like very Justin Bieber kind of colours, jeans, the Supra trainers that were like a real thing. I had four pairs because I was obsessed. <laughs> um, they are the ugliest shoes, honestly. What was <laughs> but that was all in you know, then like that was, was that would be the fact it had to be so. done <laughs> um and so this boy came out and he was like he wouldn't look at anyone but he was like running around the edge of the o2 and for some reason somebody thought it was justin so we kind of followed him and then loads of other fans started following him to the point where we were then all running around the edge of the O2 just chasing this boy um oh. and then it turned out that it wasn't him obviously but <laughs> I will never understand like what did he do it he must have done it on purpose I don't know but it got quite like I don't know it was quite a dangerous situation you know and it doesn't sound that dramatic but it was yeah yeah so then watched the concert and it was obviously absolutely incredible and I just sort of couldn't believe that he was stood there because this is a person that I looked at pictures of all the time and just thought about constantly. And like, I used to try and find ways to weave Justin Bieber references into my essays at school, you know, like it, it, yeah. it just 
absolutely like permeated every area of my life so then suddenly to be in this room and have him like four meters away I was like oh my god (laughs) um and I don't think I'll ever feel anything quite like that again like I'm really glad that I had that experience because I think that kind of wonder surrounding a person or a thing is something that kind of almost gets shattered a little bit as you get older yeah Um, obviously as time went on with his career he got himself into a few I want to say (laughs) um, and whatnot um did you feel like let down by him like as obviously in some ways he was probably like a role model to you in some aspects that obviously like he was out there drink driving and yeah um getting arrested and like for other stuff as well um did you feel like let down by that and did that make you think like revalue like how much you wanted to be a fan of his um that's quite a complex question because (laughs) I was always quite outspoken on Twitter that was kind of something that I didn't shy away from so if he did something that I didn't think was right I I would say that um the Mm -hmm. sort of drunk driving the drag racing that kind of stuff I would be very much like absolutely not like that's not okay yeah and I think at that stage it became a an issue where I felt so involved I felt like a a huge part of my like lifestyle almost and like the way that I identified myself was kind of being brought into question because suddenly this person who I'd had on such a pedestal kind of made me question my morals um yeah and there were certain controversies to be honest the the early ones were minor things like weighing in a bucket was like one that went absolutely mad and he didn't even weigh in a bucket like that was the weird thing and there were like headlines saying that he spat on the fans from balconies and that never happened he did spit from a balcony which is gross but ultimately there was nobody underneath the balcony the photos had been like doctored yeah um and so things like that I would always sort of jump to his defense if that but I've always been a very measured person if there is evidence that something didn't happen then I will say it didn't happen but if there is no evidence like you know when he started doing drugs and things like that a lot of the the fan base were going there's no way he could never do that and it's like okay but like the evidence suggests otherwise so and also just come on like it's ridiculous like for any young so, like celebrity yeah. like pop star model whatever you are I'm sorry they will have all tried it at some point in their life you can deny point exactly black, but they will have all tried it it's so out there and in your face easily accessible for them they will have exactly and I feel like a lot of younger fans just are blinkered that's the thing so much. and the thing is I um I didn't want to think that of him because obviously he's somebody that I wanted to look up to. But ultimately, I'm I'm not going to defend something without evidence that it isn't the case. And so yeah. it, I think the difficulty came when I was going to school the next day and I would be bearing the kind of brunt of all the questions from even from teachers, teachers saying to me, oh, what do you think about Justin Bieber? fathering a baby from a woman at the staples center and 
oh my god I forgot about all yeah. of that <laughs> uh, it's all coming flooding back I didn't yeah, even know I, I remember still. reading about that yeah <laughs> um yeah so and you know that was kind of I felt the duty to really research everything that happens first of all so that I could tweet about it from a point of like understanding and knowing all the facts but also from a point of being able to kind of defend him where necessary or say like I I don't have anything to say about that (laughs) um when I thought he'd done something wrong and things like I mean he still does things that I think are very questionable his he really looks up to Chris Brown and personally that's something that I can't support because of the whole domestic abuse situation yeah um but ultimately I think you know it's difficult nobody's perfect I think he does a lot of good um but at the same time I'm not going to defend you know the the controversies yeah. and I think you know dr- drink driving is absolutely unacceptable no matter what the circumstance yeah. so on the flip side of that obviously you said like he does a lot of good yeah. what would you say to someone if they were like oh that Justin Bieber like for all he is is like drugs like yeah one of those like yeah I was gonna say like bad boys but he's not really like I wouldn't look at him and be like but what would you say like would be his good qualities that made you want to look up to him as as more than just listening to his music and be a fan so to be honest I think it's the way I look at it I think Justin Bieber when I first knew who he was wasn't a bad boy by any terms yeah um he was you know he grew up in really on the line of poverty um and kind of worked really hard he was extremely musically talented from a very young age um yeah and he seemed to be taking it all all of the fame and all of the kind of all of the stuff that was suddenly happening to him really in his stride and he had a really solid team of people around him um sort of young adults like people who weren't so old in comparison to him that they were out of touch but also were able to kind of guide him a little bit um yeah I think when he released the first concert film Never Say Never um you really got to see a lot of that and and that was stuff that a lot of us already knew because it was kind of all over his Twitter or you know we'd seen it on YouTube videos and all sorts but um yeah the kind of way that he interacted with people to begin with, that was the real draw. Um, he was very funny. He joked around a lot. He was just like goofy and silly. And I think as a teenage yeah. girl, that was something that I kind of really latched onto because it was similar to my kind of sense of humor and it made him feel just kind of like a normal person. Um, yeah. And then as he started to get kind of bigger and bigger in terms of his fame and his numbers, he did he did a lot of charity work um he did a lot of stuff with you know make a wish pencils of promise all of that kind of stuff um as people who are in his position have a duty to do I think um I'm not you know I'm not saying that he's above and beyond a lot of people do that stuff but you know it I think that did speak to his character and then I think we went through the dark ages (laughs) where it was just it was just controversy after controversy and it was you know all of the things that we listened before 
one yeah. after the other and it was like oh my god please will you just stop <laughs> <laughs> someone take please, his phone and lock, lock him in his house for a little bit man. please someone make just him stop <laughs> um and you know I look at that now and I think I understand why people have the impression of him that, that some people do because ultimately that was the time when he was at the peak of his fame because he was then in the media so much it really kind of blew up like blew up and got very out of hand and I think he got so much bad press so quickly that I I do think that maybe he's starting to come out of the other side of it now but it did just kind of feel like he would he would just be that person forever in terms of the public perception of him yeah I remember on Christmas day one year waking up to a tweet that he was retiring from him I was that was literally what I was just about to lead into um, being like how did you feel like when he said that he was going to retire because obviously as a director yeah you understand I've pain. gone through I've gone through the pain of not the Liam pain but the pain of someone's turning around and saying I'm quitting and leaving the band via a Facebook post not even from them yeah. but from the band yeah. management so how as a fan did that make you feel what was the kind of vibe like on Twitter on it Christmas, happened I didn't on Christmas, Christmas Day, day on Christmas Day <laughs> <laughs> um well it, it was enough to ruin Christmas <laughs> um it was I was devastated you know um yeah because it felt like the end of an era but was was being like forced upon me rather than something that I was able to grow out of um and I was absolutely devastated and I think I mean that was everyone's response was just where has this come from and what's going on and I think actually what we were saying earlier about people being in denial that he was taking drugs and in denial that he was doing any of these things that were that were wrong I think for those people it was like oh everything that I've been saying and everything that I've been defending I was wrong because that's clearly what's happening here and I think it caused a lot of conflict on Twitter that day because some people were kind of saying well we could have seen this coming from a mile off and other people were saying oh my god I'm just so shocked and then everybody was sort of saying to each other are you stupid and it was like it's Christmas day and this is not what we need right now. (laughs) Um, When slash why did you kind of start taking a step back with what you posted on Twitter and like obviously you still do talk about it on like your YouTube channel and on your Instagram stories down again um but when did you like consciously kind of not do it as much um so to be honest it was completely kind of circumstantial I went to boarding Mm. school and I didn't have very good signal and this was (laughs) pre the days of uh like 3g being as good as it is and yeah I just wasn't able to as much anymore. And like, it was taken away from me. I remember, because I used to be a huge Demi Lovato fan as well, definitely less than kind of Belieber, but, you know, it was very prevalent. And I remember one day being at school and a new Demi Lovato song came out and I was just trying to play the song, not even the music video, just the song. (laughs) And it just would not play. And it kept kind of restarting. And then I was restarting it. And I think it took me like two hours to listen to a three minute song all the way through. That's the extent (laughs) to which the option was taken away from me. Yeah. Um, 
And then interesting, I left the boarding school one year later, not related, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then not long after that, I got into a relationship and I just let it take over my life, which is silly. Um, And I just sort of, I don't know. Yeah, it was just that kind of, I guess you could call it growing up in that other things cropped up. I had my yeah. A-levels to do. I I had this relationship. I had, um, I, I was then starting uni, you know, all, all of this other stuff. And it, yeah, it was certainly yeah. never like, oh, I'm going to step back now. And very occasionally I will tweet something that is still Justin Bieber related and that tweet will do really well. And then I think, what have I done? Because I, I know that it, I'm like always on the edge of getting sucked back in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what we're going to do now is we're going to move on to a little quick Ooh, okay. fire round. What are the rules? Um, <laughs> it's really simple. There's only four questions. I'm sure you probably will know them all. But yeah, so. Oh, God, is it like trivia? Quick fire round. Okay. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm not even trivia. Tested. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no. I no. haven't revised. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite oh, Justin Bieber song? Thought of You. It's very underrated. Uh, favourite album? Um, Believe, I think. Favourite music Ooh. video? Um, I loved the As Long As You Love Me music video. These are all Believe era. That I feel like I'm cheating, but that's the honest <laughs> truth. <laughs> well, then we're going to go into the last one is favorite era. Believe, believe. <laughs> believe era was like the peak for me. Um. So then that kind of leads me on to how do you feel about the kind of way that Justin is going now in his career? Because obviously his music mm-hmm. is still similar but also I feel like it's completely like yeah, changed totally. um uh, how do you feel about that so now I think from like a, the perspective of somebody who like almost studied Justin Bieber and his career throughout I don't think it's a shocking change of direction he he's sort of moving more towards R&B um I would say he's kind of firmly in that camp now and that was very much his kind of early influences I think we always knew that the pop was really being kind of pushed onto him rather than the other way around yeah um so it's yeah it's not surprising some of them I like a lot more than others I I am quite nostalgic though you know like I always gravitate towards kind of any artist's older stuff. When I listen to One Direction, my album of choice is Take Me Home. Um, that is a, yeah. it is a good one, and, that one, though. You know, that that kind of stuff. Taylor Swift, my favourite is probably Maybe Speak Now, like the, the early stuff. And so yeah. I don't feel the same kind of nostalgia with the new stuff. But I think, you know, you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I do listen to it, though. I'll have it on in the car. Do you, do you still get the, in the same kind of buzz um, that you would have gotten before? Like when you hear rumblings, oh, there's a new song coming out or a new music video dropping. Like, do you still kind of get the same, like, oh, my God, I need to go and listen to it like, yes. straight away? 
or are you kind so of a bit I more? I do. Yeah. I do okay. listen to it straight away as soon as as soon as it happens. Um, I think I think the main difference is well, first of all, that the day before it's not the only thing I talk about. <laughs> Which before I would just be going, oh my god, I would count down minutes. I'd be like, yeah, guys, don't worry, like five hundred yeah. whatever minutes, or like five thousand one hundred fifty-two minutes until Just the Beat new song comes out. And uh, like I I don't do that anymore, but I will listen to it like the morning it comes out. Um, and I would say that the other kind of difference is that um, if I don't like it, I won't continue listening to it on repeat all day. What has being in a fandom um, taught you? Ooh. Um, well, to be honest with you, I don't think I would be doing anything that I'm doing today if it wasn't for the fan Twitter specifically, which is insane to think about. Um, but I did my yeah. university degree in media studies because I was absolutely obsessed with the way that the internet and social media specifically can connect you to people from completely different places around the world, different life experiences. Like that kind of shared experience via social media was something that I was really passionate about on the off the back of the Justin Bieber Twitter account. I think it kind of taught me a lot about community and about uh to be honest like just how to follow the things that you wanted to regardless of what other people thought um you know obviously I would spend an awful lot of time when I was at school and like on my breaks and in my lunch breaks and stuff just talking about and reading about and thinking about Justin Bieber and even if you know that was something that other people thought was like a bit lame which is I mean fair enough but also let me live um you know it, yeah. it was just kind of a learning curve of yeah but different people have different tastes you know how would you say it's impacted your life in any um, way like not you to said be about dramatic, your job and everything in every way like I genuinely don't know what I would be doing <laughs> now if I hadn't done that maybe I would have found yeah. my way to you know social media and media in general um but I can't say that for sure uh, because that was really, it was the kind of commitment to it, I think, that really set me up. Uh, I mean, I write now for my job. as I, I do a lot of copywriting and I write articles and tweets for other people. Um, and so I think it gave me kind of a space to explore that side of things that I wouldn't necessarily otherwise have had. And I mean... It was just part being a part of a community that I think communities are really valuable, especially when you're, you know, growing up and you want to feel like other people relate to you and know who you are. Like that, um, that kind of feeling of I knew that I could jump on Twitter and just kind of chat to anyone. And that was really nice growing up as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's affected me in more ways than. I would probably get to admit. <laughs> it would be kind of naive to say that it had no impact on my adult life because that's how I spent the majority of my of my teen years was thinking about this and on Twitter and engaging with this. Yeah. So I think it's it gave me a lot yeah. more compassion, I think, as well when I was younger because you kind of live in your bubble, don't you? And you you interact with the same people that you interact with every day and they kind of live in the same area as you and are the same age as you and all of this. And then that kind of 
community experience for me really opened my eyes to kind of all the different kinds of people in the world and all of the different kinds of people you could be friends with and all the, the the kind of value in sharing and listening to other people's opinions and then just one last thing to round this all up really <laughs> um it's not really a question but if people want to come and find you on the internet and see what else you get up to where would be the best place Ooh, then to go um, and follow you i would say i mean i post on instagram the most it is Amy Astrid with two D's because it used to be one D, but it got hacked. <laughs> um, and then Amy Astrid <laughs> on YouTube and Amy Astrid on Twitter as well. Some the Justin Bieber stuff tends to go on Twitter. That's it for another episode. A big thank you to Amy for joining me to discuss all things JB. If you have any questions for Amy, head over to our Instagram at thatfangirl.life underscore to ask them. Thank you for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast, please do leave a review. It really helps others find the podcast. And I will see you next week when we'll be chatting all things fan merch. Bye.